hallelujah. I'm going to try to get through this. All right. Man, I told my brothers I've been trying to hold it together since I got here. <laughs> so if not, ain't no coming back. Teach no communion. All right, so. So, who remembers what it was like? So it's funny. Let me say this first. Everything I'm, everything I was going to say, like just happened. My mind is like thoroughly blown. So I'm trying to figure out. Well, I mean, do I still say it? Because it's happened. But I'm still say a few things. So first of all, can we just give glory to God? I feel that I need to just glory to God. There is no law against love. Our shepherd has shown us and told us, and today we have experienced it in reality, that there is truly no law against it. There is no law against it. So this is so this is what um, we going we going we'll do this but this is what communion thank you man of God is all is all about right so he died so that we could do this he died so that we could experience and live in his love right he died so that we could forgive he died so that we could repent he died so that we could restore Right? He died so that we could live in his love in reality and it not just be words on a page. So when we come and we take communion, what's really transpiring? What really happens in your heart, Brandy, when you do what our Father did, what our, what, what our Savior did? He said he took his body. He said he broke it. And he broke it so that he would know what it feels like when you feel broken. He said, because when we, when we, when we came to God and or in our coming to God, you come with your whole life, all your shortcomings, all your mistakes, all your poor choices, all the consequences of them. And you're trying to figure out what can I do with this? Where can I put this? And I realized, I said, I told God, I said, I don't ever want to lose that gratitude for when he came and got me in the middle of my mess. That's what communion is really all about. It is an exchange of thoughts. It's a sharing of thoughts. I think towards him and he thinks towards me. And if I don't know what his thoughts are towards me, I can go to where it's written. And he tells me that he has an expectation and a plan and that it's of peace. And so when we take in communion and we're, and he said he, he took the cup 
And he said, this is my blood. He said it was poured out. He said it was poured out. He stayed on that cross. And he bled. And he bled. For some that would never even turn to him. For some that would never even repent. He said if it was just for that one, he would have still did it. So what is communion really all about? It's an individual act of your intimacy with God. I told Pastor, I said, I realized that how your ability to see God is based on your intimacy with God. And we get so familiar and, and sometimes comfortable in, with, the, with the scriptures that become so cliche, right? Like, like this one here. Minister, if you would, Romans 5. Verse 2. Actually, you know what? I'm sorry. We're going to cut down to verse 6, please. And you can do it in English or either one. Either one's fine. But this is a scripture that, because when we were still in sin, right? It says, yet while we were sinning, he went and he died. Minister, if you would. Romans chapter 5 at verse 6. While we were yet in weakness, powerless to help ourselves, at the fitting time Christ died for and in behalf of the ungodly. Hang on one second. At just the right time, he died that you could be here, that we could be here, that we could do this at just the right time because a moment later you could have died in your sin at just the right time just the moment when you could really hear him it says he died because you meet him at the cross see we made a song out of it and it's like it's lost its power so i said to myself i said god i want my joy of when I was first saved. That first moment, when you were first saved. Uncle Bobby, when you were first saved, you first encountered him before anybody else had an opinion about anything. And it was just you and your savior. And you knew you didn't deserve it. You knew you didn't deserve it. Apostle Paul says in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, he says that the grace that was shown towards me was not in vain. He says, but because of it, I work harder than them all. I was one that was untimely born, not to be even acquainted with the rest of the apostles. And I said to God, I said, is the grace that you're showing towards me, is it in vain? Is it in vain? When I could have died and I didn't, that was his grace. Is it in vain? When I... When I knew my hands were dirty and I prayed and he still answered, it was his grace. But is that in vain now? When, when he brought me to the truth and I knew it was the truth. See, because the, the word of God says in Matthew that the Pharisees, some of them knew who Christ really was. 
It says, but in their heart, they feared man more than God. So in your heart, do you, you know what the truth is. But sometimes we still decide that we don't want it. You decide that you don't want it. But what's undeniable is that first experience with God. That first one. Ryan, it was life-changing. It was life-changing. I, I didn't realize how much God loved me until I was really broken. And then he showed up. See, he was always there, but I could see him then. I could hear him. It just happened to come through the voice of my shepherd. But I found myself in a place of distress, and I just thought to myself one night, and I was like, Lord, I just need to, like, you need a hug sometimes. You need to be embraced, right? And my phone rung within seconds of that thought, that prayer, that exchange, that communion. And my shepherd called me, and he said, B, you all right? Always, Sean, always, when you first got saved, when you first got saved, see, the world wants to dictate to us how we should see God and then the things of God. It wants to tell us that, oh, this is just how it is. Chance happens to everybody. No, but I am chosen. Chance happens to the world. No, but I am chosen. And his word says that I am like the wind. That I don't know which, I, that they don't know which way I'm coming or going. Don't let the world squeeze the joy of your salvation out of you. Don't let the opinions of men squeeze the joy of your salvation out of you. I want to finish with one passage because I believe David had it figured out when it came to his salvation and his appreciation. See, but there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a mindset. David knew who he was without God. And he never forgot that. Because when you do forget that, you forget God. He told the Israelites, when I bring you into this land, do not forget the Lord your God. So when you're on the bed of affliction and you're praying to be healed, regardless of why you believe you're there, and then you're healed. When you are healed, don't forget who healed you. Don't forget who keeps you, Sean. When you're out in the field, doing what a lot of us would never do. Ephraim, don't forget. B, don't forget. Don't forget. Because the world is trying to get you to forget. So, minister, if you could read Psalms 51, 1 through 17, and we are done. Psalm chapter 51. English standard one. versions. Five. Yes, sir. All right. It so reads, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you only, have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you may be justified in your words 
and blameless in your judgment. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, you delight in truth, in the inward being, and you teach me wisdom in the secret heart. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have broken rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me. <laughs> Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God. O God of my salvation. And my tongue will sing aloud of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips. And my mouth will declare your praise. For you will not delight in sacrifice or I would give it. You will not be pleased with a burnt offering. The sacrifice. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. A broken and contrite heart. Oh God, you will not despise. Glory to God. That is what we experience today. broken and a contrite heart. He says, don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Because that's what keeps me. So that is the, that is what communion this month means to me. As he's restored the joy of my salvation.